Hi everybody, I'm Deacon Dave and welcome to day 153 of Silence in a Year. As you can see, we are outside on the gazebo at the St. Clair of Assisi Retreat Center enjoying this beautiful day along with Alicia Soto. I don't want to forget her or layperson Lisa as well. Uh, I have a confession to make. Apparently after re-watching the video, layperson Lisa said I did forget to introduce y'all. So let me introduce you twice. This is Alicia Soto and this is layperson Lisa that makes up for the time that I missed. So, Alicia, I believe it's your turn to get us going. It is, it is. It is one, uh, day 153, and the title is Noise That We Drag Behind, mm -hmm. and the word is resist. And here, Cardinal Sarah is talking about how we are, we ourselves are on those trains and those boats. And when I thought about that, I thought about all of the noise that these, um, especially trains, if you've ever ridden on a train, there's a lot of noise that happens as the train is going by. Um, and then the people that are sitting in there and that's all of that can cause distraction. And when you're on a train or even on a boat, you're going so fast that it's like almost seeing your life flash before your eyes because it's going so fast. So in the silence, you actually can sit and you know, stop and smell the roses, um, you know, watch the things and enjoy life. But he also says how we resist it. And we, why do we resist um, enjoying life? And silence. In silence. So if, what, for whatever reason, um, who was it on uh, Peanuts? Was it Linus that had the cloud that was behind pig him? Pen. Oh, Pigpen. Um, so everywhere Pigpen went, right there was just like this little cloud that followed him. And I think sometimes when when we go to try to enter into silence, that cloud of noise kind of follows us in. Mm -hmm. And so it, it really takes a while to kind of uh, decompress and settle in. Mm -hmm. We just had a men's retreat here, and on Friday night we were talking about wounds and regrets and a lot of different things. And many of the guys after the hour of adoration said that was the most powerful adoration they've ever had in their mm -hmm. life. It's just incredible what God can do uh, when we get away, mm -hmm. right? So often we're maybe in a rush to either get there or a rush to leave adoration. But in this place during retreat, they were able to actually just be still, right? And that cloud, that pig pen cloud kind of dissipates mm -hmm. after you sit there for a while. Mm -hmm. But it can still be a challenge. I think the other thing Cardinal Sarah is saying in this is oftentimes, yeah, we have these passing distractions. Mm -hmm. And one of the guys actually that was here on the retreat, that's kind of where he was. Mm -hmm. He was having some distractions. And I think, you know what, you, you, you don't give them any more credence than they need. You acknowledge them, you dismiss them and then you move back to Jesus and the silence. Lisa? Well, I think um, the word resist kind of sparks up the idea to me of resisting the promptings of the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. and how the world pulls us in one direction so that sometimes we feel like the Holy Spirit is asking us to do something, um, but yet it's outside our comfort zone or, oh, what are people going to think about me? Or, um, oh, they might just think I'm weird. And um, we need to resist those um, ideas, those thoughts, and um, call on the Holy Spirit and allow him, allow him to give us the strength to do what he's prompting us to do. So I'm just thinking back to the Altrea last night. That's what I was and um, how um, Melanie, she gave her the witness and she was talking about how um, she would get promptings from the Holy Spirit and uh, now she has the courage to say yes to them because of the growth in her faith and uh, when we grow in faith then we take time in silence and are more apt to hear the promptings of the Holy Spirit and follow through with them. 
Yeah, in fact, she said no to going to Casillo three years in a row. Three right. or four years in a row. Yeah, several 15, years 16, in 16, and 17, and she finally went on 18. Yeah. And actually, you know, the question there is, is maybe the answer is no because of the circumstances of life. But did you really discern that with God? Or did you just decide on your own, no? Mm. And more often than not, we've already decided on our, on our own, no. And we haven't really discerned with God that that is the answer that he is calling us to. Because we can be called to something because someone else has asked us. But that needs to be in concert with conversation with God, which happens in silence most of the time, mm -hmm. uh, to really discern that. Right, right. You know, and, and um, he's the, part of the title is um, the noise that we drag behind us is all of that that we're resisting to leave behind, we consistently drag with us and we we focus on the negative and that what we drag behind us because we won't let it go. And oftentimes I think God is telling us, leave it. Once you leave it at the foot of the cross, don't come back and pick it up. Don't just leave half of it. Don't. So we resist leaving that because I think that we're afraid that maybe we're going to lose control because we want to we want to have control of what happens and if we leave it at the foot of the cross then we may not necessarily have control so we resist leaving that alone. Oh you definitely don't have control because you're turning it over to Jesus right? Right. right. So um, often in one of in some of the stuff Lisa and I are doing uh, we're asked to just enter into a posture of receiving and I think when we go into the silence that should be the primary thing that we do. Mm -hmm. That, you know, we can have petitions and everything, but just to go in with the posture of receiving mm -hmm. and to allow God to speak to us um, and to be with us. And I think that's what's so powerful in particular about adoration is that we can just be present to God and then let Him, let him speak to us. Mm -hmm. Sometimes He doesn't speak at all and it really drives people nuts. But maybe that's maybe that's what He's saying. Right. This, this is all you need. Just sit here and be quiet. With and me. rest. Yeah, what a concept. Yeah. What's that Greek word you learned? Hebrew, nahat. Nahat. Which means, uh, it's the Greek, it's the Hebrew word for rest, but it also has a deeper meaning as far as calmness, um, quietness, and freedom. And those are all things that we, fruits of rest. And then, it also means faithful and trust in God. Yeah, so you mentioned the word freedom as yes. Nahath, one of the, yes. the meanings was freedom. And yes. we often think that if we're in control, that's freedom. Real freedom is actually letting go of control, <laughs> right? And, and, and asking God to take over control. Take away question, Mrs. Soto. Yes, so what noise are you resisting to leave behind and give control over to Jesus? Hmm. Let's pray in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Heavenly Father, help us to know that you are the Prince of Peace. You are the Prince of Silence. You are the Prince of Solitude. You are the Prince of Rest. Lord, help us to abide in you. And may you bless everyone in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. We'll see you next time. Bye.